Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. Radio. Inhuman experience where we explore the strange and the unexplained. My name is Bobby Anthem, and with me as always, he might very well be the man of your dreams. <laughs> my my co-host, my partner and fellow inhuman, Bobby Blades. What's oh, happening, shit. man? <laughs> What's you good? Me, you got me good with that one. I was I was <laughs> expecting some shit like you making fun of me or something. <laughs> Ah, why would I do that? Well, you know, we we fuck around with each other. Ah, not me, man. I'm always 100% serious. (laughs) Well, thank you, sir. And yes. And you guessed it. uh, Bobby always likes to start off uh, with a little little, uh, kind of premise lead into the show. And so we're going to be talking about dreams today and, you know, anything regarding dreams. Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, we came up with this kind of just in a regular conversation um, a while back. I can't even remember which one of us came up with it. But um, yeah, man, it's just uh, I know that I've always had I've always thought a lot about dreams and don't really know what to make of them. Like, is there a deeper meaning than what than what's being said? And dude, you've told me about some of your dreams and I'm like, that's <laughs> Uh, that's that's a movie or <laughs> yeah it's i'm always thinking that i have the most fucked up dreams because and and it's not only that it's they recur on a uh like a weekly basis i would say like at least two to three times a week i'd have nearly the same ones or very similar ones man yeah see i used to have a lot of recurring dreams actually i still kind of do i have themes that repeat a lot in my dreams but um when i was a kid there was a time when I would have the same dream, like maybe several days in a row or several days a week that would go on for like months, like several months, the ex- exact same dream. No, no changes, no differences or variations or anything. And I, I feel like there has to be something to that. I don't know. Yeah, it could be the maybe unresolved issues or... Um... This is a theme that I heard about 10 years ago, I think, where I don't know. I can't remember who was talking about it, but they said our dreams are the reality. And when we're awake, the life that we're living is the is the dream that we're having. Like, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard that. And I've actually thought about that sometimes. Like, I don't know how true. That actually, like, I don't, I don't think that really holds any weight, to be honest. I don't want to, like, shoot any ideas down or anything. But I know that for me, as, as deeply as I've thought about think, something like that, um, I don't know. I, I feel like my dreams are dreams or maybe it's an alternate or possibly at the very most. It could be like an alternate reality or just I, 
I, they say it's the collection of our subconscious thoughts talking to us or <laughs> replaying, yeah. you know, but I mean, I just, I don't know, man. I like to feel like maybe, or maybe there's something much deeper to it. Um, and I was just asked, I was just about to ask you about that too. If, um, our dreams were like another dimension that we existed in, like when, when we slept from our physical bodies. Yeah, see, that would be really cool, man. I, I, I would be perfectly okay going to another plane of existence. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be perfectly okay with that. Well, you've already shifted to this plane of existence, like when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna save that for another uh, yeah, recording. We're, we're gonna do a whole you know, show on that. Absolutely. I know that some people, some of our friends have heard the story, but you know, I, I, I want to make that story official because. Of course, it's been real heavy on my mind a lot lately. But, um, and I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know if I've had dreams about that, or I don't know if that incident has affected my dreams at all in any way. Oh, really? You can't remember any, anything coming from that? I, I, I specifically don't remember. I don't remember the most important part of that incident. I know anybody who's listening to this right now is probably completely in the dark. You know, if they're not well, in the actually, no, Luke knows. He was like the car story. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he's aware. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's aware. Yeah, Luke heard it, but I mean, anybody who's listening back to this on the download, oh, who, okay, uh, I got you, might not have heard that. You know, um, but yeah, man. I mean, I. I I predict that I'll probably have dream more dreams about that um, probably from this point on, because like, I've, like I said, I've never forgotten about that incident, but uh, it's not something that I always thought a whole lot about. And I've just been thinking a lot about it lately. So since my mind is more open to it now and I'm trying to figure out, trying to figure things out about it, I'm probably going to have a lot more dream, have a lot of dreams about it. And who knows at that time when I was, clearly either unconscious or just blocked it from my memory maybe those memories will come back i don't know and like in my dreams now that now that you're starting to um recognize it you're becoming more aware of it so it could be it could be coming from your subconscious now and manifesting itself in different weird dreams until it finally just explodes and like you have this dream about like you're reliving the whole situation again right yeah, man. I, actually, I might not have a problem with that if it happens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that would scare the shit out of me. Like, holy shit, this yeah. stuff that really happened. Yeah, man, it it happened, and I wasn't scared at the time. So, it was like, what what do, what do I have to be scared for now? You know? Yeah. Like, what if I what if what if in my dream, like, it comes through and it's like, boom, you died. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, you're <laughs> Next actually question. dead, but you're 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 on another plane of existence now. Right. Right. See if that can be revealed to me, then all right, let's, let's have it. <laughs> you, know? you shifted realities, bro. And you didn't even know it. Yeah. But that's no. also for, an, that's for another episode too. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, man, there's so much, so much stuff to get into, dude. <laughs> so much. Um, but I don't know, man, I kind of, I kind of want to get into, I kind of want to get into some of our dreams um, cause I know that I have a, I know that I have a few that were pretty significant to me and, and you have some crazy ass dreams. So you, if you want to, you want to get into any, yeah, like I'll let you go first. Cause I am trying to like, remember the most, the most insane one that I've had recently. And believe me, I've had quite a bit. So <laughs> just okay. trying to gather myself here. Okay. Well, see for me. Going back to one of one of, if not the earliest dream that I can remember, and I know that I've spoken about it before, but it, it definitely relates to this topic, so I'm going to bring it up again. I had, I'll call it a dream, and I, I believe it was recurring, that kind of is the the exact same description that people have given when they were on a DMT trip, you know, uh, like I remember, I, I can even, even today I can clearly see like the, the unnaturally blue sky, the fluffy powdery clouds that looked like I could touch them. 
uh, flying through these structures. And I remember looking at this ground that was a, like a mosaic pattern. Um, I remember that the it looked like they were like a thick clay and they were white and I'll say like a burgundy. And I just remember just looking at the mosaic pattern and just want, wanting to touch the, the clay and feel that clay. But I'm flying through these structures, like fly, just flying through the air. And I remember really liking that feeling. And those that's the early, one of the earliest memories of, of dreams that I had. It was so significant to me. And then after after a certain point, like, I, you know, we start forming our long ter- long-term memories around the time when we're like four, four and a half. And um, I just always remember wishing that I could have those dreams again. But, you know, I never really forgot it. Uh, again, I just stopped, kind of stopped thinking about it. But um, yeah, man, that left that left my mind until years later when I started seeing documentaries on DMT and people were describing things that were almost exactly like what I saw in those dreams. Yeah, and uh, Vic Floria brings up a good point that um, she she says uh, she'd like to think that some of our most vivid dreams are a memory of a past life. What do you think about that? Could be. It could very well be like. Um, one of the one of the things that some people say about DMT and, and where that takes us is like they say that that's the place you go when you're between lives, you know, like the way like the waiting area between lives. So whether what I had then was a dream or or whether it was me transitioning into this life, hmm. you know, like there could be that as far as memories of, of a past life, possibly. Because sometimes when you're in a dream, you'll see people like you'll wake up and you remember seeing people in your dream and having conversations with people in your dream and having like a close relationship with these people. But then you wake up and you're like, who the hell was that? Like, how did, you know, you, you, <laughs> you wake up have, like having not recognized the person in the dream. But while you were there, you knew who they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that could be tied into a past life or something. And that brings up a question I wanted to ask you if the same thing occurs with you as it does with me. But I don't have the ability to see faces in my dreams. Like, I know who people are. Um, it prob- They probably show up as different archetypes um, or names. But I, if you ask me to describe the face of uh, people in my dreams, I, I could not do it. I probably couldn't even describe my own face because I can't see my own face in my dreams. Yeah. Does that happen to you? That does not happen to me actually. I've I've heard of I've heard of that. I I wish I could tell you what it means. Um oh I want to I want to say what we always say when we're <laughs> on all of our shows. We are not experts on any of this stuff. <laughs> we are not experts on any of this. Oh, we are just some not. We are a couple of guys who have interest in the topics that we talk about. So I can't give you any type of scientific facts all the time, unless I can. (laughs) But I do know that it does mean, I remember hearing that it does mean something. If you're dreaming, like if you don't see faces in your dreams, I just can't remember what that means. Yeah. Or maybe I could see them while I'm in the dream because I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'm lucid dreaming and realize that I'm actually in a dream. But it's when I wake up and I try to recall the dream, I can only recall aspects of it. I don't remember what uh, I don't remember what people looked like or what color they were wearing, you know, that kind of shit. Wow. Yeah, I see. I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know if it's because our brain, uh, people's brains work differently or their minds work differently. But yeah, man, I remember I remember people's facial features in my dream. Like I can wake up and, and say. Yeah, man, I dreamed like that was clearly my sister in my dream, but her face was a little different, hmm. you know, like things like that happen a lot. Like I, I can clearly see faces. I can see what people are wearing. So, wow. yeah, that's worth looking into. Yeah, that's definitely because I used to have a dream book that would like mm-hmm. if uh, if you saw certain symbols in your dreams, it would tell you what it meant. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to it. That was about like 30 years ago or something. Oh, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool to have at that time. Yeah, man, it seems like it's something that a lot of people were were really into, trying to trying to uh, 
interpret their dreams or whatever. Um, you know, I, I guess I used to read up on a lot of that stuff too. And I forgot what so many things meant. I know that, uh, let me see. I know that uh, one thing that I distinctly remember was that if some, if you're dreaming that somebody is trying to kill you, then that means they say that that means that you feel guilty about something. Like you have a guilty conscience. Wow. I must have an extremely guilty conscience. How people are trying to kill you. <laughs> Dude. Remember all the, all the times I told you about being chased by oh, zombies yeah. and shit. Yes. We're yeah, like fending off hordes of aliens. Uh, <laughs> right. 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 But the thing is, it's like, they'll, um, like I will be caught or captured or something. Like even mm. in one time in a dream, I remember being shot and yeah. I was like, why the fuck am I not dead? And then I was huh. like, ha ha ha, I'm invincible or some weird shit. It was like my mind kind of flipped it. And, okay. uh, it, and it was like, I never woke up from those kind of dreams. I would always continue on with them. Like I remember I must've been a teenager and uh, I was being chased by some kind of weird white grizzly bear looking beast type thing. And if it bit you, you would become that. It was, I don't know, this wasn't when I was heavily into werewolves and shit. Mm. Um, and so basically I got bit, attacked by this creature. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to turn. But then all of a sudden I flipped it around and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm immune to this. I can't, uh, I can't become whatever this creature is. So it was okay. like apparently my mind had that ability to flip the switch um where whenever i was having a nightmare i would just continue on with it instead of waking up from it right okay yeah see i had i've had things like that happen to me sometimes um if i'm in a dream and something so horrible is happening and my mind won't let it happen mm -hmm. you know like uh like something is so horrible and i'm like you know, let's just say, like, this would be a lot better for me if I could fly. <laughs> you know, and then in my mind, I'm like, let me try to fucking fly. And then I would fly. And I'm like, okay, I can fly. <laughs> but usually at times like that, I realize, shit, I'm dreaming. And then I wake up. Uh, <laughs> Once I realize I'm dreaming, I, I'm like, it just, it wakes me right up. Yeah, so do you have nightmares and do you wake up from those or do you let them play out? I have night I have nightmares. I have lots of nightmares, but I actually don't mind nightmares because if this makes any sense, that's how I know I've been sleeping. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Like uh we all have dreams. You 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 hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I never dream." No, you do. Everybody dreams. You just, yeah, you just don't, don't remember. You just don't always remember it. But nightmares, nightmares are carved so deep in the brain once you have them. Like, you, you're not going to forget that. So I, I don't mind having nightmares because that's how I know I've been sleeping. <laughs> that, that might be crazy. It might not make a ton of sense. But to me, it, it, you know, it works for me. <laughs> no, I get yeah. you, man. I get you. Because yeah. uh, there's... It's like I deal with a lot of the same shit um, with regards to dreams where it's not the nightmares that bother me. It's the ones that are too close to reality that really fuck yeah. me like right when I'm waking up too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I could dream about like zombies and fucking vampires chasing me and it's like that won't bother me. But if it's something where it's like um, a friend betraying me or my own family right. betraying me, that, that right. I consider that to be a nightmare. I don't consider those monster type things right. to be nightmares. Right. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Is there is there is there a distinction between a bad dream and a nightmare? Is there some kind of difference? Uh, yeah, well, I think that's what I would consider like bad dreams. Like if I'm asleep right. during the day, because sometimes I get so tired out that I fall asleep during the day, and that's when I have the most fucked up dreams. Yeah. Um, where I'll be taking real life and putting it into like the dream state. Okay. Uh, like the, yeah, there was one I had and it was like, I was, this was around when I had first met you and I was worried about like, um, you know, that, that community that, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. we don't need to speak yeah. on those. So, um, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was that whole thing. Um, yeah. and, uh, I had actually had a dream 
that you had called me over to your house. He was like, I need to speak with you. And so I came into the house and you were like sitting at a desk like you were some kind of fucking gangster or something. <laughs> and you had a gun and you put it up on the table and you was like, sit down. And uh, you were talking to me and you had said something about these people's names. And I was like, yes, I, I hung out with them, but um, I have since divorced myself from all that shit because, you know, there was a bunch of drama. And he was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> and, uh, it turned out and it turned out you were pointing the gun at me and um, you're like, I'm, I'm going to shoot you. I'm like, how are you going to shoot me? You don't even know me. Give me a chance to this. Boom. You fucking shot me. So Damn. like, it was, yeah, that I would consider that a truly fucked up dream, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so if I fall asleep during the day, I will have those kind of dreams. Wow. That's crazy, man. But it, it like with you telling me all of that, because of course I know all that shit that you went through at that time. Yeah. I get where that came from. I get I, I totally understand why your why your mind would would uh craft that story. I totally get that. Yeah. Well not only that, it's because uh the shit has happened to me in the past where um, it's that it goes back to that guilty conscience thing you were talking about where it's yeah. not that I'm guilty. It's just the fact that I have been accused of things that I didn't do and nobody right. believed me before. So right. I was like, you know, how do I prove myself? Yeah. And so and I, that thing, it, it remains within me. And I, I imagine it was probably like a lot of that was a big worry as well, because I, like you and I became instant friends, yeah. like, instant there it was completely seamless so with all of that shit happening and me telling you about a bad experience with another person that i was gonna be working closely with uh, on <laughs> podcasts and things and and, th and how things were so similar there yeah you probably still had that worry in your mind you were probably like fuck, Bobby's going to think I'm just like that guy. I know. <laughs> you know. Well, there was that thought, actually, because that was a constant thing in the back of my mind, like both concerning you and Yuck, because I was yeah. like, damn, you know, what if, uh, you know, I know what kind of person I am, but right. what if something gets misconstrued and they start to think that I'm some kind of fucking scumbag? <laughs> and right. So there was that worry, and I would have, like, nightmares about that shit, if you could yeah. call them nightmares, I, weird dreams. Right. Yeah, man, that's that's totally understandable. But kind of kind of going back a little bit in the dream, I actually shot you. Yeah, <laughs> so you shot what me. happened after that? Did you did you wake up? I or... woke right up. I heard a gunshot and I woke right up. OK, see, I this is kind of transitioning away from that because <laughs> like we're bringing a lot of real life drama shit in. The... <laughs> yeah. well, in the... Actually, the. I've always thought that dreams were like uh, they had a big part to play, like real life. You you bring whatever is yeah yeah in absolutely your subconscious into the dream. Absolutely, but uh, before I forget, I want to mention because I asked you what happened what after you got shot in that dream. There was um, one dream that I remember. I'm sure I've died a few times in dreams, but yeah, every time I die in a dream, I wake right up. Like there was one time. I was in a car. We were driving over a bridge. I wasn't driving. I can't even drive in my own dreams. <laughs> um, oh, shit, no. <laughs> I think I was in the back seat, and who was driving? I think my dad was in the car, I think, and uh, as crazy as this is going to sound, I distinctly remember um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> <laughs> from, um... from Seinfeld, Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. okay. She was, was in the thinking, car. I was thinking of Juliette Lewis uh, from the oh, no, no. Killers. I was like, "Oh nah, shit, you've got was... a psycho in the car with you." Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say that would have been equally as crazy, but that probably would have been crazier. But I distinctly remember her. Maybe I had a few different dreams like this, but um, I remember we were driving over a bridge, and it was a very long bridge, like so long that you couldn't see land on either side. All you saw was the water down below, and. Um, for whatever reason, we were driving really, really fast. And I just remember thinking, okay, I'm going to die today. Like, this this is it. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't change the situation. I'm going to die. And then the car, of course, like, went right over the right off the bridge and sunk into the water. I didn't panic. I didn't freak out. I just said, okay, <laughs> 
this is the end of my life. And, you know, we, we went down, the car started filling up with water and I started seeing the light and I was awake. Wow. So let me get this straight. You, um, before that occurred in the dream, you knew it was already going to happen. Well, I knew it was going to happen just because how fast the car was going. And I can't remember who was driving, but they were just like weaving all over the fucking road. And there was no other, there weren't, I don't think there were any other car. Like there was no reason for the car to be going so fast or to swerve the way that it did. And Mm -hmm. since, and since I couldn't see any land on the other side, I just knew that it was inevitable that the car was going to drive off, off the bridge. So, yeah. So, so at that time, even while the car was out of control, I knew that I was going to die just then. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, that sounds like um, it's not the same, but it is a similar vein to the kind of dreams that I have where it's um, I have things about where I like to be in control of, um, you know, the what's around me and uh, my actions. And I'm always worried about losing control. So it continues on in the dreams. And a lot of times it's uh, I'm having a dream about driving a car and all of a sudden the uh, brakes don't work or the car is like veering off somewhere going really fast and I'm unable to turn the wheel. I'm unable to hit the brakes. And, you know, it's it's uh, I've had a lot of those kind of dreams, you know, where I just lose control and I can't drive. And it's like, you know, I I worry about that shit. And it's like, that's why I don't drive now, because I always uh, I start to panic. I'm like, everybody's crazy right. on the roads now. So I don't want to, I don't want to fuck something up. And I worry yeah. about like, what if I run somebody over or, you know, just some crazy shit like that. Huh? Damn. In your real life. And yeah. that's, I mean, is that something that you've always had or do you think that's tied into the dreams? I think it, uh, I think it could be just a part of being nervous. Like uh, I've had yeah. this anxiety disorder for so many fucking years Right. And, uh, you know, there when I was younger, I was kind of fearless. You know, I drove around like it was nothing. But the older I get, the more cautious I am. Hmm. And it's like I'm I'm supremely cautious now. I drive like a fucking old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just crazy shit, man. And it, and it ties into the dreams because I do have a lot of dreams about driving a car or a truck that I cannot or lose control of. Man, that's that's interesting. I have, like I said, I mean, I can't, I can't drive in real life. I haven't driven, I haven't been behind a wheel in, um, it's been decades now. But um, so I don't even dream about driving. But I can't, I can't run in my dreams, and I, I wonder if that's like kind of like the same type of thing. Yeah, I I have those too. Um. So like you're you're aware that you're trying to run, but yeah. it's like you can't run. It it somehow seems impossible. Like your legs suddenly yeah. weigh a lot, or that yep. you're like trying to run in water. Yeah, and like the the harder I try, the harder it gets. <laughs> you know, um, I can I find that like sometimes I find that in my dreams. And this, this is going to sound really crazy, but everything we've said so far sounds really crazy. <laughs> I found that in my dreams, like my arms work a lot better than my legs do. So if I have to run somewhere, I'll drop down on my hands and I'll oh, run on my hands no, dude. sometimes. Dude. Or, I'll, or I'll drop down on my elbows like, like fucking military and I'll have to drag myself, but oh, I cannot shit. run. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever did like an ape kind of run where you use uh, both your hands you and mean. your legs to move really fast? Not in my dreams, no. Okay, well, not so, in real life either. But, no, I've never done know. it in real life, but in my dreams, I run like that because I know that my legs won't work. <laughs> that yeah. is so weird that you said like you you know your legs aren't working, so you use your you get down on your hands and knees, and right. it's like now, I would run like I was an animal. Yeah, man, wow. Yeah, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think of a lot of inhuman. crazy shit. So. <laughs> but um. I mean, yeah, like in my dreams, I can walk perfectly fine. But if, if if I have to run for some reason, if something is chasing me or if I have to get somewhere to save somebody or to help somebody or whatever. Yeah, man, my legs, they just will not work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Holy shit. Damn, dude, I, I got all this stuff in my head now. Like uh, I've heard. 
I've, I've heard, like, I don't know, because it's not exactly the same to me, but somebody said that that has something, like, that's tied in with sleep paralysis. And I think, I feel like sleep paralysis is kind of a different thing. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever had that. And my uncle has had that, and he's told me what it's like, and it scares the shit out of me. I don't want to have that. Because <laughs> you're yeah. actually fully awake when that's happening. Part, well, not fully. <laughs> you, I mean, you know, you're, you're like your mind between... is awake and your eyes are open. So, <laughs> well, you're you're between asleep and awake. Oh shit! Like it's... right in between. All yeah. right, so let me tell you. He uh, he had told my mom one time that mm-hmm. you know he was laying in the bed, his eyes were open, he could see, he was aware of what was around him, could not move his arms, could not move his legs, could not open his mouth to talk or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds scary as fuck. It can be. It can be. But it can it can also be kind of interesting if you're like if you're if your mind is in the right state. It can be kind of interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean drugged or anything like that. If you're I nervous mean, like, all the time, I don't believe your mind can be in the right state. No, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I mean like I mean like if you're if you're like, because when that's happening, you are, you are not fully awake. I'm talking like this has happened to me because it actually has. Um, I guess it, it happens every so often. Uh, not so much lately, but it hasn't always been terrifying. Sometimes it can be really interesting. Um, it happened one time and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it, oh, so it, you've actually had the sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll tell you about one time when it happened to me. Uh, and it, it's really crazy. It's really crazy when, um, what you're dreaming about is actually in the, like the real life setting that you're in. Like one time years ago, I had a dream. I was laying in bed with my kid's mother, you know, she's laying on her side of the bed and I'm laying there thinking that I'm awake. Um, I can't remember if we were talking about anything or if she was just sleeping or whatever, but she was laying there and I'm awake. I think I was thinking about like, I really want to get to sleep. I'm just laying here and I can't get to sleep. She's laying like she's laying to the right of me. And then suddenly she calls my name. She's still laying, like, yeah, she was sleeping. Cause I look over at her. She's sleeping. Her eyes are closed and everything. And then I hear her on the other side of me and she said my name. And I turn around and she's sitting on the other side of me. I freaked the hell out. I screamed. I'm like, huh. And she was like, what? <laughs> like, she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I look over to the other side and she's not there. Oh, shit. So I was between asleep and awake because at that moment she was on both. Like I was surrounded by her. <laughs> oh, fuck. You bring up so much ideas. It's like I have to gather all these thoughts, man. Because I am, uh, it's kind of like the, uh, kind of like your experience, but a little bit more on the hallucinatory side. It's like <laughs> being half awake and half asleep. Uh, you're ready to fall asleep. I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like this. But I'll be laying in bed and suddenly I'm like, I know that I'm partially asleep and I know that I'm also awake. But I'm also aware of like many aspects of my personality. Like mm. I'm aware that. There's a higher self, which is me, and then there's the self, which is me in my physical form, and then there's, like, another self, which is, like, monitoring all the other selves. Okay. And I'm talking to each and every one of them. And I usually that jolts me right up out of the halfway sleeping, halfway awake, whatever it is, and it scares the shit out of me. And (laughs) it's like I, I actually had to talk to an expert of that because I thought I was going crazy. I was like, fuck, is this like a part of psychosis or something? You know, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but I was completely aware of like the situation surrounding me. Interesting. So, so was it like, so it was like an out of body thing? Like you could actually see yourself? Yeah. And I was speaking to like different versions of myself. Man. Wow. Yeah. I've got some weird shit occurring with me. (laughs) I tell you. And yeah, see, that sounds fascinating. That sounds like something that I wouldn't mind experiencing. I've I've had out of body experiences, but they were not like that, and they weren't like they weren't connected to sleep. Yeah, I don't even know if it was out of body, but I've talked to like yes, I see a therapist. 
because I have anxiety disorder. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there in the open. But anyway, I talked with a professional about this, and it apparently it happens a lot. It's not just me or it's not just people with anxiety. It can happen to anybody where you will be half asleep and you'll suddenly be aware of like different aspects of your personality. And I forgot the term for it, but it's uh, it's actually a scientific term. So I'm not the only person it happens to. Yay. That's interesting. I, I wonder if some of that, and of course, like, as always, a lot of what we talk about ties in other things that we have talked about and other things that we are going to talk about. But I wonder if some of that, and again, like you mentioned, we've never done any of these things, but yeah. I wonder if peyote is anything like that. Yeah, I would or has we, similar we've effect. Get, we've got to get like... Um, Either Yuck or Jim to talk Jim. about these type of things. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Both of them, Yuck and Jim. Yeah. yeah, I think they could tell us a lot about these things. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know shit about I heard peyote is quite powerful. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, like, I don't know too much. Yeah, man, just from what we looked at, I, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it lasts a while. Yeah. Yeah. That mescaline um, shit. Right. Um, man, one thing I also wanted to bring up about dreams, because I don't want to forget, like, there's so much, dude. Like, we could probably go on forever talking about dreams, but sometimes if, if something pulls me out of a dream, and I'm wondering if anybody, if, if this happens to anybody else, if I'm prematurely pulled out of a dream, if, if my alarm goes off while I'm deep in REM sleep or if somebody wakes me up or if there's a noise or whatever, the dream world that I, that I'm in will explode. Whoa. Yeah. And it's, it's that scary. Like I'm not exaggerating. It will completely explode. Like everything is flying everywhere. I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, you know, everything just flies off in all different directions, like an, like an actual explosion. And then I'm awake and I'm in a panic state because everything just fucking exploded suddenly. Yeah. You know, wow, like, so I wake up my, my, like I'm he breathing heavy. My heart is pounding. Cause I'm terrified. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I was just going to ask you because I thought you were going to lead into something like, um, if your alarm goes off, it'll sound like something else inside of the dream. And so you'll yeah. immediately translate that into the dream because that yeah, happens to I mean, me. Absolutely. Yeah. Real life creeps into the dream, you know, and if it doesn't wake me up suddenly, like I'll be in a dream when that'll happen. I'll, I'll hear an alarm in my dream and it, it'll like my brain will try to make sense of it. Like, you know, if, <laughs> my brain will try to make sense of the alarm. So it'll it'll uh, attach it to something that's going on. But then it keeps going. And that's when I realize, oh, I'm dreaming and then I'll wake up, but it'll be more of a gradual thing. But if it's a sudden thing, boom, everything explodes. Ah, so now I have to ask, what kind of alarm do you have? Do you have those really annoying ones that go, eh, 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 Not eh. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. You use your iPhone now, right? Yeah, I wake oh, okay. up to soft, soothing Right, that's music. what I do, too. I threw my alarm clock out the window, and I play the iPhone. It's got nice little piano, harpsichord, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't scare the shit out of me to wake me up in the morning. Right, right. <laughs> but, wow, that's crazy. I've never had a dream world explode like what you're talking about, man. Man, I've had it happen way too often, and it scares me every single time because you're never prepared for that. There's so, no possible way to prepare for that. No. Damn, that sounds scary as fuck. Like, yeah. it, it sounds the equivalent to my weird zombie chasing dreams. In terms of sheer terror, yes. yes. <laughs> because you're like overwhelmed by like dead people everywhere. <laughs> well, oh. I mean, with the with the explosion, it's like I'm suddenly waking up. So there is there's no aftermath. The the aftermath is me being awake yeah. and panicking because I just witnessed in the the entire everything in existence explode <laughs> 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 all at once. Oh, and does that happen every time uh, you wake up from an alarm? Uh, I mean, not just not not really. I mean, it only happens if I'm like pulled out of a deep sleep suddenly. 
Oh, so even know? if somebody's like trying to wake you up, they're calling yeah. your name or something. Yeah. Yeah, or if I if like if somebody's like banging on the door and pull me out of a dream, or if there's like just whatever, like if somebody shakes me and wakes me up suddenly and pulls me out of that that deep sleep or I'm deep into a dream, it happens. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. World exploding. Yep. Everything flies everywhere, man. Damn. It's it's the worst when like if, if there are people around in the dream because I'm really seeing like bodies contort and like just just pop like a bubble like <laughs> th- everything everybody. I thought I was graphic. That that's pretty graphic, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, imagine seeing that shit. <laughs> you know, so I could do without it, that. Is it kind of like an explosion that you know how they show explosions in the movies where people are caught in, and like first you see that bright flaming fire, and then you see like the skeleton of a person like who's been consumed by the, the no flames? like <laughs> no there's there's no there's no flame there's no fire it's not like it's like a with an expl- when I say explosion, it's really more like um, like a pop, like a like a bubble popped. But okay. but uh, like there's no there's no fire or no boom or anything. It's just you know like uh, everything everything just flies everywhere. Everything just is just all contorted <laughs> and just flies everywhere it's terrifying <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's what happens when you get yanked out of the dream world yeah i mean because like think about it it's that entire universe yeah and it is that universe that universe. exists inside of your mind yeah and in the, and and at the time when you're dreaming it's real it is very much real yeah so yeah, yeah that's with- the scariest Scariest thing I've had to deal with in a dream. Yeah, I'd be afraid of that too. Like, especially being woken up from that and seeing it, and then, you know, going into the waking world carrying that with you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know how the fuck you deal with it. And 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 like I said, in the dream, like while it's happening, for that split second while it's happening, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know that I'm dreaming, and I don't know that I'm waking up from a dream. So for that reason, the people who are in the dream with me, they don't know what the fuck is going on either. So I see the terror in their faces when it happens. God damn. They're like, Bobby, help us. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're just as confused as I am. They know I can't help. (laughs) You know, the hell can I do? You created this world. You can You're save right. us. You made this. You <laughs> son of a bitch. You made this happen. <laughs> you know. Oh shit. Speaking of that, have you ever had um, a dream of the world ending, or should I say, a nightmare where you're there while the while the apocalypse or the end of the world is occurring? I don't think I've had those dreams. I'm guessing you have. Yeah. As a kid, I used to be deathly afraid of that, that the world was going to end while I fell asleep um, <laughs> and that there wouldn't be a tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, that's the best time for the world to end. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it was like I was a kid and it was like I definitely wanted to see tomorrow and the tomorrow yeah. after that. So I was always yeah, I, get that. I was always concerned with dying and shit. And yeah, I used to be. <laughs> Yeah, it, it bled over into the dream world, and I actually, um, damn, like I said, I was a teenager, and I yeah. remember this still vividly, that I was just sitting out on the porch with my friends, we were talking, the sky turned red, and it kind of split apart, and there was like lava pouring down from the sky, um, and everybody's like running in terror, like i don't know what's going on run for your lives and shit kind of happening there's like cars being sucked up into the fucking sky and um like for somehow like it uh it became like a movie type thing where it just uh went to a camera angle that was like not not on earth but like in space and there was a you could see the planet like splitting apart and like shit shooting out out of the planet and it was just like breaking apart it was fucking crazy and then after that all i saw was black and i woke up wow that was like the end of the world dream that i had wow maybe you maybe yeah maybe you uh 
Maybe you did have a premonition of the world fucking ending. Maybe that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, know, that reminds me. I, I've always thought, okay, so everybody everybody speaks very highly of Nostradamus, right? Oh, yeah. I remember I used to read those. Yeah, I, I read a lot on his shit. And, you know, a lot of stuff, like, you can interpret that as saying, like, a lot of those things have happened. A lot of those things are going to happen. Whatever. A lot of people say, no, it's not. Like, he's just making shit up or whatever. Um, but what I've always thought was maybe he could see into the future. Maybe he saw everything that he said was going to happen. But what if the future that he saw, he was actually watching a movie? What if all of the shit, all of, all of the fucking predictions and all of that stuff, all the future that he was seeing was stuff that he was seeing on a movie screen, but he had no concept of that because there were no fucking movies back then. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Nostradamus is, or was a time traveler? No. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> I'm saying what if he could actually see into the future, but the future that he was looking at was a movie Oh, and he so had he no was concept watching, like, of the Armageddon movie. or some shit. Yes, <laughs> yes. When he was looking at the future, but since he had no concept of movies and special effects or any of that, to him, it was real. <laughs> yeah, or there's the theory that I like to, um, that I like to subscribe to, is that time does not move in a straight line. Time is more like a circle, and everything that happened before will happen again. And so maybe he was just kind of in the middle of that circle where he could um, look into the past and kind of uh, predict the future from there. Yeah, or maybe he uh, maybe he was having memories instead of predictions. I don't know. Yeah, didn't, he predict, uh, didn't he predict Hitler or something like that? That's what they say. Yeah, I can't but, fucking remember. I, I read the quatrains when I was younger. All this shit I read when I was younger, I got to brush up on it again. Yeah. I don't know. There, there was a lot that he said that could be interpreted in different ways that could be, you know. you can In a way, you can almost make anything mean almost anything else, <laughs> you know, to be fair. I don't want to discount any any of the shit that he said. Like, I, I really want to get deeper into Nostradamus and another in another episode that we're going to do maybe in the future. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, any, you can interpret anything that anybody has ever done or said and make it somehow mean anything else that anybody else has ever done or said. Yeah. And you, you can also twist it to your own point of view as well. Yeah. Yeah. That actually, that happens a lot. You can, you can like, I, I like to make examples of that where you can make anything, support anybody's agenda like opposing agendas <laughs> you know it is very very easy to do <laughs> i don't want to piss you off but book of revelations <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you need jesus <laughs> motherfucker i've got thor and odin <laughs> <laughs> War of the Gods. Let's go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I used to, I used to have some nightmares when I was a kid. Before we go too far off the mark, <laughs> and I, and I wanted to touch on some of the nightmares that I had that were a little too real to me. Um, do you remember? Do you remember Willie Tyler and Lester? He, okay, Willie Tyler was a ventriloquist. He was a black guy. He used to be on, like, uh, uh, he used to do some stand-up. He was all on all of those shows back in the day, like all those stand-up shows. And um, he used to be on Saturday mornings sometimes, like during the cartoons and shit. Um, and he had, a, he had a puppet named Lester. This must My have been from your alternate reality because I don't recall that shit. Fucking Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> but well, anyway, he was he was pretty popular. Go ahead and Google him later. But um, like he was very popular. My my parents actually bought me a Lester puppet when I was a kid, because you know when you're a kid you want to try everything that you think is interesting. I'm like I want to be a ventriloquist too. So my parents bought me Lester, and um, I had him in my room, and I remember one time. Now obviously this was a dream, but. 
at the time, I didn't realize I was dreaming. In my dream, I was laying in my bedroom, which always makes things so much worse when the dream is actually like a real setting. I remember Lester sitting up and talking to me. And I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I've had a thing with those ventriloquist dummies, too, man. Yeah. They're the yeah. stuff of I mean, nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever buy your kid a fucking ventriloquist dummy. Don't do <laughs> Which it. Which is why my parents never got me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that was a little too real to me. So. Did you ever have those... Uh... <clears throat> Those demon puppets or whatever when you were a kid, man, because they came out that the, when we were kids, they were these uh, squishy foam rubber puppets and they looked like little ghouls and you could move <laughs> their mouths and stuff like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, they were they were puppets. Yeah, like you put them on your hand and you could move their mouth to talk and like you could make their eyes turn from side to side. <laughs> it was fucking weird. They look like little, oh shit, I can't remember no, what they're called. But they look, you know that movie, The Ghoulies? Yeah. Um, well, they look like shit from The Ghoulies, man. <laughs> okay, well, I, I get the concept, but no, I've never seen them. I've never. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, uh, that was probably the closest I've had to a ventriloquist dummy dream where, like, one of those things came to life and was, like, terrorizing the house. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, man. I, I have some fucked up dreams. My imagination is just insane. Yeah, see, I don't know, man. I, and I, I just wonder where a lot of that shit comes from, man. Because um, I know that you've told me some of the dreams that you've had, and they were disturbing. <laughs> so I just don't know. I just wonder where they come from. Well, my sister's used to terrorize me as a kid telling me that I was so skinny I was gonna die um you know I was just gonna like waste away to become a skeleton and then um fucking like uh church pastors are like you're gonna burn in a lake of fire oh yeah <laughs> you know, that'll that terrify a so, kid yeah. uh you know there was there was a lot of that shit and I was a very sensitive kid I took everything in and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I became afraid of everything yeah, I get that. Yeah, I totally it, get it that. It didn't help that I watched a lot of horror movies before. Yeah, the that doesn't help. 12. <laughs> yeah, that'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you up or desensitize you or yeah. I don't know. Watching Jaws and being afraid to go in a, a public swimming pool. I mean, come on now. Yeah, that's that's not rational. <laughs> you know? so the shark's going to get me. All right. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from, and and a lot of the nightmares too. And they say that okay. you know we hold on to the childhood things, and we still bring them on into our adult lives, and carry them in our dreams. That that you know what, I'm glad you said that because uh, two other types of dreams that I have a lot, um, a lot of my dream, most of my dreams actually, if if I'm in a house. It's usually none of the houses that I grew up in. Sometimes it's my the, sometimes it's my bedroom that I grew up in. I had green walls, um, and I would have dreams like I would be in that bedroom with my green walls. But usually, I'm in my best friend's house growing up. I always dream I dream more about being in his house than my own, any of my own. Like even to this day. Um, really? Yeah. Do, yeah. Do you have recurring dreams of like your childhood home? Not mine, his. That's oh. the thing. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. He lived right next door to me. He's my oldest friend in the world. You know, like, we're to this day, we're still like brothers. We don't talk a lot, but we're still like brothers. But yeah, man, whenever I dream about a house, it's, it's always his house that he grew up in. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But other than that, besides that, like, I have a lot of school dreams. A lot. Like, we're... we're in high school and um it's always really crowded we're usually not even in class we're just in the halls and the halls are really crowded and everybody's there like everybody from all throughout my life like people that i went to elementary school will be there you will be there luke birch will be there vic floria will be <laughs> like everybody you know like it, yeah. like i don't know and, like people might be in certain cliques or you know, and like I've 
without getting too deep, like you, you've already shared some of your childhood sadness. I, I school was awful for me, horrible from from first grade to I'll say tenth grade. It was it was hell for me, like total hell. So, for me to have dreams about school and they're never they're not even bad dreams. That's the thing. Like I could get if they were nightmares, but they're not. I don't know how to interpret that. Yeah, kind of like what I was telling you about earlier um, in the in the show, where I was saying like uh, those weird real life dreams that are highly anxious. They're dreams of betrayal or something like that. Mm. Or, or in your case, not betrayal, but just like uh, bad social situations occurring. I guess. Yeah, but you know what? Like, okay, so you know because I've said before that I'm very uncomfortable in a crowd. Yeah. In these dreams, even though they're very, very crowded, I'm okay. Like, I'm not feeling any anxiety. I'm, I'm, I'm okay in those dreams. Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good being around all those people in the dream. Um, I'm good. Like, I'll see a lot of, I'll see people that I hadn't seen in years, and I'm good with them. I'm good with people don't even know or whatever. Like, everything is fine. But in my real life from first grade to 10th grade school was a fucking nightmare every single day. <laughs> Amen to that. I can attest. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I used to pretend being sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck school. Right. People wonder why I'm not on Facebook because that's where all those motherfuckers. Are. Yeah. They're like, Hey, how come you didn't show up to the 25th reunion? Uh, right. Because, I right. because fuck you. you. That's why. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> My sister, my sister got at me one time. She said, yeah, because she's on Facebook. She called me. She said, yeah, your graduating class is looking for you. I'm like, tell them motherfuckers they're not going to find me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much. I, I was just talking about that probably last week. It's like I have no desire to go to high school reunion. There, yeah. There's no reason for it. I I had a couple of friends, and I still am in contact with them, but everybody else can just take a long walk up a short pier. Yeah. Look, this is this is, this is is far off the topic, but since we're talking <laughs> about high school, I had a – when I was in um, – when I went to 11th grade, um, my parents moved us to a, a nicer neighborhood, and um, I was still kind of an outcast there too, but it was more by choice just because I didn't – like, I was already socially fucked up by just my upbringing from the other schools that I was at. I was already socially fucked up. So um, I was extremely awkward. The kids that I chose to hang out with in my new school, they were also the outcasts. Um, I saw on the news that one of one of the people who I considered a friend at that time, and I don't have anything against him. It's just that after graduation, we grew apart. I saw on the news that he was at a bar. This happened maybe... 10 years ago now he was at a bar and stabbed one of our former teachers <laughs> oh man that's just great that, that goes to show you like all the the really popular people in high school or a lot of them they're like addicted to heroin or crack or something they have some 13 kids uh, their yeah. life is shit <laughs> you know you yeah. thought their life was all great but that was just like high school a lot of things change, man. Like a lot of things change when we grow up. But to 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 like uh, to clear one thing up with my friend who stabbed that teacher. The teacher didn't die. He's okay right now, and he was an asshole. And I wanted to stab. Who Let me stop. Was, an uh, was it the teacher? The teacher. Or was your friend the teacher. My friend. My friend was cool. My friend was cool. <laughs> okay. You know, he was one of the outcasts, sort of. But the teacher was an asshole. You know, and I'm I'm sure he had it coming, <laughs> but he's I can say this shit because he, he's OK. Like he didn't die or anything, but he, <laughs> he was he was asking for you're it. not complicit in this. <laughs> I didn't do it. He's 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 he had a, he probably asked for it. You're an accessory yeah. after the fact. Oh, <laughs> <Well. laughs> But, know, um, we just totally went off the rails, but you guys don't mind, do you? And now everybody's going to dream about stabbing teachers. Yeah, and what I'm, the fuck, man? We're, we're pushing people's heads. 
don't stab your teachers. I want to go on board, you know, <laughs> on record as saying that you should probably not stab a teacher. I know don't that Bobby that. Anthem can be very persuasive, but please refrain from stabbing your teachers. Yeah, try. At least try to hold back, you know. If if you're given <laughs> if you're given no other course of action, you know, do what you have to do, but try not to stab a teacher. Yeah, I mean, if you feel the need to do that, um, just cu- just punch a baby. You know, if the baby is an asshole, like if the baby <laughs> is like giving you a look, you know, or whatever. Make sure you say it's coming right for me. It's coming right for me. You have to say yeah. that, like, to keep it legal. Yeah. To keep it legal, you, you can't have to, just like, nonchalantly walk up and punch don't a just baby. Haul off yeah. and punch a baby all willy nilly. You can't do that. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the campaign. You can't be punching babies like that. Right. <clears throat> and since this is not getting the corner of the Sky Genie show, we're not gonna hurt any more babies. <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> with that, uh, you think we should wrap it up unless you got any anything else to expand upon? I think, I think this is a good point to kind of wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So with all that said, I want to uh, show a little respect to some of our friends in podcasting and thank thank them all for their support. We have been we have been getting so much support from uh, a lot of our friends and from and for a lot of the uh, listeners too, man. I, I, I want to just say how much we appreciate. I know that I'm speaking for, for Blaze right now. We really appreciate you going through this journey with us, uh, with the podcast. We're still new. This is still very early on. Obviously, we have issues that we're working out as far as audio, as far as um, chemistry and you know, so so thanks for your patience. We really appreciate that. Really, really do. Um, so I want to want to shout out our friends at THT Podcast, THT Network, uh, Boxman, Shaheen, Anthony, Doug. Uh, yeah, my partner Anthony from uh, the Anthology of Hip Hop, which is available uh, on the THT Network. Also, want to shout out my friends at the Strap, Sarah and Links Kinetic. Uh, shout out to my friends at the Geek Culture Cast Network, um, great guys. And as always, I want to shout out my friends at Saturday Morning Cartoons. That's morning with a U, uh, Dave Trumbor and Sean Paul Ellis. What do you got, Blades? Oh, yeah. And um, like he was saying, you know, we're still early on. This is only like episode six or um, six or seven, possibly. Somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... You know, and but yeah, I want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room: Blue Birch, Vic Floria, um, Ixanamas, Ixanamas, whatever. Yeah, um, whoever you are in the chat room, thanks for stopping in and listening. Uh, shout out to Suplex City Limits, Jim Vicious, Tyler Fudge. Definitely check out their show; it's fucking awesome. Our homeboy mm-hmm. Burberry's on there. Burbs. Burbs. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, shout out to everybody in the corner: Yuck Nasty, Dog of Baby, Jill Himitsu. Um, follow us on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. Get, uh, hit us up on Gmail. If you have a question or an idea for the show at inhumanzex at gmail.com and shit, I think that's about it, bro. There we go. Ready to get up out of here. (laughs) 